hi to all my fellow wimps. Um, so this episode is quite an important one actually. Um, there's a whole chapter in my book just about this specific topic and I want to talk about people who are in a relationship with a narcissist and they want to leave that relationship and they don't know why they haven't and they're stuck and they feel like they can't get out of it. Um, it could be a narcissist, a sociopath, a psychopath, hopefully not, but let's uh, use the narcissist as an example because um, that's the most common one. Um, and the word narcissist is used a lot, isn't it? At the moment, especially it's, you know, oh, she's a narcissist, he's a narcissist. But actually being a narcissist is, is you know, quite a serious, it, well, it's a personality disorder and it's, a, it's serious, you know, it's, it's not um, something to be just banded about like, oh God, what a narcissist. Um, and you'll know if you, you know, if you are actually living with somebody or in a relationship with somebody who's a narcissist, you will certainly know about it. Um, it's not just about being a bit selfish sometimes, things like that. Um, but you don't need me to explain what a narcissist is. I'm going to presume that as you're listening to this, you know exactly what a narcissist is. Um, so, first of all, to all those people that are with in a relationship with a narcissist and are trying to get out of it, but the narcissist is not letting them and they feel stuck in it, then... First of all, you have my absolute deepest, deepest sympathy. And listen to me when I say you can get out of it. It doesn't matter if you're married to this person, if you've got children with this person, you share a property with this person. Um, whatever they are threatening you with, and I know that they've got something on you. You don't need to tell me. I know that they'll have something, something that they've got on you, something that they're holding you account for. Um... They will, they will definitely be in a position of power and authority over you, probably financially. Um, and they will make you feel beholden to them, uh, which means indebted. Um, and if they wanted the relationship to end, it would have ended by now. So the fact that you want to get out of it, um, but you, you're still in it and you don't know why you're still there. <laughs> um, we'll go into that in a minute. I'll tell you why you're still there. Um is just an awful place to be in it really is and i'm going to help you get out of this and it can be done i promise you um okay hang on i'm just going to write something down that i want to discuss in a minute um so you might be making excuses to yourself um and you might not be able to understand why um why you're still with this person you might have attempted to leave the person and it's not worked. And you might be just resigned. You might have just resigned now, just resigned to it, just given up and just thought, Do you know what? This is my life. I chose this. I'm just going to, it's easier just to stay here with this person. You might be making excuses such as you feel safe in the environment that you're in, you feel comfortable. Maybe you're wondering whether it's actually the right relationship for you and you just don't appreciate it. Maybe you're thinking, oh, I don't know the right way to end it with them. Oh, I'm not sure. Maybe deep down, I really love them. Um, you might be thinking, oh, I'm a codependent. I need them to survive. 
What would I do without them financially? Where would I end up? Where would I live? You might be thinking, oh, he or she will take my children away from me. Um, you're worried about the future, about moving house. You're just worried about the unknown. The unknown is bloody scary. It really is. Like not knowing what's going to happen, where you'll go, you know, how will, will you work? Will you change your job? Will you, there's so many un unknowns, isn't there, to making a big decision like that. It's so frightening to everybody, not just you. It's scary to everyone. But what you can do is turn that fear into excitement. Fear and excitement are very, very similar emotions. Um, and it's a little trick that uh, I learned once. That if instead of being f afraid of something, you, you, you turn it around to excitement, you know, then that, that, that can help. That does work. Um, you might be thinking, oh, I can't afford um, legal fees. I can't afford a solicitor. Um, you might be worried that you'll be on your own and you're scared to be on your own. And you, you, need, you feel like you need that person to, to support you and that maybe you won't meet anyone else. Um, you're afraid to upset them, to, to hurt them. Maybe you're thinking, I really do love that person. Maybe you, you know, you do love that person and you're thinking, although something's not quite right here, I still love them. Maybe you're worried that you don't want to leave them on their own. Maybe you're thinking they need me to look after them, to protect them in some way. Um, you probably feel like you fit each other, like a glove, you know, you fit together, which is true. You do fit together, but it's not right for you. It's right for them. But it's toxic for you and it's not right and you've normalized the behavior you've completely normalized it and as i said before you've resigned yourself to it so to start to think differently and start to think actually this is not right i deserve better than this even if i don't ever meet anyone else i don't want to live this life with this person it's not right it's not kind to myself imagine if you had a child that was living with somebody who was treating them the way you're being treated what would you say to them Oh, just put up with it, it's fine. Of course you wouldn't. You'd be like, get out, just get out of it. You don't know what the future holds. It might be an amazing future, it might be a boring future, whatever. But you can't stay in this position. You've got to disrupt it. You've got to do something to change it. Um, so, you might be going through all these things in your mind and thinking, oh, I really want to leave this person. You're procrastinating about doing it. Oh, I'll just get through Christmas first, and uh, oh, we've got, we've got that holiday booked in March, let's just get that out of the way first, and then, oh, and then we've got something else on in, in June, just get that bit out of the way, and then I'll tackle it, and you just keep procrastinating, procrastinating, putting it off, and you never actually do it. Well, I can tell you what the answer is right now, and you know deep down what the answer is, why you haven't done it, and why you're scared to do it, and why you're not taking the action that you should be taking, you know it, and I'm going to tell you what it is right now. It's simply because you're scared of them. You're scared of their reaction. You have a fear of telling them because you know how bloody difficult they will make the whole thing for you. How difficult they'll make life for you. It could be that you're scared of that they've had a violent outburst in the past. Abusers are quite clever because they only have to show you what they're capable of even just once is enough really to keep somebody submissive for the rest of that relationship because that once you've seen what that person's capable of and you know what they're capable of 
you're unlikely to want to see that again. So you're going to placate them. You're going to spend your life placating that person, walking on eggshells, treading carefully around them so you don't cause that temper to flare up again and see what you've seen. You don't want a repeat of it. Um, and they know that. Don't worry. They know it. They know that you're frightened of them and that you know what they're capable of. They might have even said to you, you don't want to go up against me. You know what I'm capable of. Do you really want to face me in court? Do you, you know, whatever it could, whatever it is. And no, you don't is the answer. You know how blimmin' hard they will make life for you. Um, and that is why you're not taking action to stop it, to leave them, to get out of it. Because you just think, oh God, it's easier just to go along with it and put up with it. Um, the best possible outcome for you would be if that person also wants to leave the relationship. If that's the case, or you think they're having doubts about something, get on with it ASAP and just get out of it. Take action and do it and go. Um, but the reality is, if they wanted to leave you, they would have already done it by now. So they're getting something out of you. You might think that they love you, but we all know narcissists are not capable of real, true, deep, meaningful connections and love. Um, they're not... Um, it's not real love for, for a narcissist. They're getting something out of you, and they might care about you, but it's, it's not a proper, genuine, deep, emotional connection of love. It's, it's superficial. Um, so whatever it is they're getting out of you, which probably is um, they've got power over you and they're controlling you to what, whichever extent. It might be a huge extent. It might be a small extent that goes under the, under the radar, like a drip-drip effect that you don't always even notice it. But they're getting that from you, and that's boosting their, their ego, and that's keeping them topped up with their ego. So <clears throat> um, to pull the plug on that for them will be a big loss, um, and that's why they will not want to let you go, basically. You're supplying them with what they need, their narcissistic supply. Um, so, great for them, but very toxic and unhealthy and damaging for you. Um, so, um, some people can be stuck for years or even a lifetime in this cycle. Um, they might try to leave and they get sucked back in again. I think it's something like, on average somebody who's being abused tries to leave the relationship i think it's about seven times um before they actually do manage to um and of course when you're in the process of leaving a narcissist that is when they will become that that's the most dangerous time for the victim um because the perpetrator will become angry and uh when they feel they're losing that sense of power and control over you um, that's when you're, you know, that's the most dangerous time. So um, you do need to be very careful about how you do this. Um, narcissists can inflict a campaign of terror onto their victim, as you probably know already. Um, you've got some considerations to take into account. I'm going to presume you're listening to this and, and already at the point where you're wanting to leave the narcissist and feel trapped or stuck or basically... You're frightened to leave them. That's what's happening. Um, so the main question I'd ask you first is, do you live together? It doesn't matter so much uh, at the moment about being married or having children or business together or property or whatever it is. It's whether you live together or not. 
That's the main thing. If you don't, it's a lot, lot, lot easier because you can um, stop the harassment and the abuse. Because if you don't live with them, the worst thing they can do is turn up at your house, in which case, obviously, you're going to have a ring doorbell capturing it all on camera. But you just go to, you, you can just, well, you've got several options. If they could turn up at your house, you phone the police, you don't answer the door, you open the window upstairs or wherever and just say, go away or I'll call the police. You know, you've got options, you've got a barrier. And that barrier is your house, your walls, your door, your windows. That's a barrier. They, they can't get to you. If you live with them, um, obviously, again, it doesn't really matter whether you're married, got kids, whatever. But if you live under the same roof as that person, it's going to be it's going to be harder. I'm sorry to tell you, it is going to be hard. It's still completely possible to do. Um but um, first of all, you've got to be prepared for their probable reaction when you tell them that you want to separate. And we'll go into different ways you can tell them as well in a minute. But um, you'll know their reaction. So you, you, you know your narcissist better than anyone else. Um, most probable one is, of course, anger. And the anger will take the turn of threats, harassment, denial and gaslighting. For example, with a the gaslighting, they'll probably have you believing that you're having a breakdown or you're you're unstable in some way. They might get you going to counselling so that they can fix you. Um, as I mentioned earlier, they'll have something on you. I don't know what it is. You'll know whatever that is. They'll have something that they can threaten you with. Um, could be that they've got photos of you drunk and they'll say, oh, I'll make out you're an alcoholic. I'll get the kids taken off you, blah, blah, blah. Um, now, the threats from a narcissist are f scary, and they seem, at the time that they're threatening you, real. But I tell you what, they're mostly empty threats. They very rarely go through with their threats. And the reason for that is you've got something on them, haven't you? You've got a lot on them. You've probably got evidence of various things. Could be drugs, could be affairs or whatever, you know, sleeping with prostitutes. All sorts of things that narcissists get up to. But... Um, Whatever, it doesn't matter what you've got on them because you've, the main thing that you've got on them is the abuse and that's all you need. Don't worry about anything else, you've got that. That is all you need. It doesn't matter if you haven't got evidence of it. You've probably got recordings. You know, you can record on your phone recorder um, when they're, when they're you know, being abusive to you. Um, so you've probably got that already, I'm sure. But if not, it doesn't matter. You will be believed just with your words, just speaking about things that have happened. Um, they... they you know, that's that's all you need on them, literally. Um, you might suspect that they've, they're up to no good with something or other, but you can't prove it. It doesn't matter. Just forget it. Forget it. All you need is the fact that it's quite serious abuse going on here, and you've got evidence of that from your memories. You can talk about it. Um, so uh, you could drop into conversation something that you've got on them if, if there is something, you know, let them know in a in a subtle way that you've got something on them. You don't have to say what, but you could just drop it in slyly um, just so that they know, you know, when they're, when they're threatening you with something, you could just, you could just casually drop in that you've got, you know, well, you know, I've got this on you kind of, you know, in a, in a, not in a, obviously with a narcissist, you can't go in, you know, hunt full throttle because they'll, you know, they'll, they, however angry or worked up you get, they're always 20 steps above you, always. Um, so, you know, you don't want to do that, obviously. You want to keep grey rock them. You want to keep calm. Don't give them anything 
to, to feed off. You know, they want to feed off your your they want to feed off you your emotion. You know, your your you breaking down, you crying, you you being frightened. They love it. Like that's what they that's their that's their fuel. You know, just don't give it to them. Um, I just don't say anything sometimes. Just silence or just say, well, oh right, okay. <laughs> you know, if, if if they start saying, oh, I'll leave you in no money, you'll get nothing out this house. You, I'll see you in court. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> you know, there's no point in reacting to it, is there? There's no point in, in it. You're just giving them what they want. Just give them nothing and plan your escape route. Um, so the first step is that you need a support network. Um, oh, hang on. Before we go into that, let me just go into some uh, a few threats and manipulations that you might get from your abuser. This is the reason. This is how they keep you with them. So it could be things like, I'll make life hell for you. I'll drag it out for years and years. I'll get the best lawyer money can buy and I'll leave you with nothing. You can't afford a good solicitor. I'll make you look like an idiot in court. I'll cost you a fortune in legal fees. I'll ignore solicitor's letters. I can afford it. You can't. Do you really want to take me on in court? You know what I'm capable of. Do you really want to go up against me? Um, I'll make things up about you. I've put things in place to make sure you don't get any money out of the house. You'll end up in a tiny flat. Do you really think I'm going to let our children stay with you in a little flat somewhere? I'll meet someone else and they'll have another mummy and you'll have to watch them going off on holiday with their other mum. Um, you'll be a nervous wreck in court. I'll look credible. I've got secrets on you that I'll produce in court. I'll get full custody of our children. I won't pay you any maintenance. You won't be able to survive without me. I own your car. You'll have to give it back to me. Um, I'm stopping paying half of the bills. You'll have to pay half of everything. You'll never be able to afford to go on holidays. You don't live in the real world. You rely on me. All those kind of things. And guess what? I've put this in my book. None of them are true. And none of them will happen. But in that moment, you just are left completely bamboozled and confused and stunned by it all. And then you get that feeling of, oh my God, you know what? It's easier just to stay. Oh, I'll just stay. I can't deal with it. And then you end up six months down the line, back in the same position again. Um, also, they can harass you. They can do things like keeping you up at night, waking you up, shouting at you, following you around the house. That's why I was saying it's so much easier when you don't live with the person, because you can just close a door and stop it. And then they become like, instead of being in your face, in the, under the same roof as you, they just become like a little annoyance on your phone. And you can just block them. Don't answer the phone. Don't read their text. Block them. You don't have, you know, it's so much easier. When you're, I'm not saying it's, it's, of course, it's still difficult dealing with a narcissist when you don't live with them. But when you live with them and you're trying to go through this separation and they are not accepting it and they don't want to separate and let you go, that is going to be a tough time. You're going to get harassment. You're going to get threats. You're going to get manipulation. As I say, they can follow you around the house, never let up. You might walk out, go for a walk with a dog or something to get away from it, but then you've got to come back under that same roof again. Um, they're going to frighten you and try and intimidate you into just giving up. That's what they want, that you just give up and say, oh, let's just forget it. All right, let's just carry on, see how things go. That's what they want. A normal person might be angry, might be upset, but ultimately, if they had any love or respect for you, and that was your wish, they would... They probably, of course, they would, a normal person would sit down and try and convince you to change your mind or whatever. But in the end, if that's what you want, they would just accept it. And a narcissist won't. 
you can try and convince them various ways if they're having an affair or so you can say look I don't mind I don't care I'm giving you permission to be with this person but just let me go you know you could use that um you know your narcissist better than anyone else so you know things that might work with them and things that might not um so back to you need uh, the first thing you need is a support network now when i say a support network you need to recruit these people and they don't have to be particularly aware that you've even recruited them but in your mind you need to know who they are the people that you can go to some people in your support network will be obliged to provide you with help for example police or uh, gp um, or counsellors um, some people you can pay such as a counsellor um, to help you uh, or a therapist um, and some people will just be friends and family that you can turn to so you need to get these people you need to have not saying you necessarily will need to go to the police but you need to be prepared you need to know who wh what you're going to do if a and b happens so having it in your mind this is the probable reaction he's probably gonna let's i'll say he as an example of course it could be a she as well let's just use he in this example so um he might you might think right he's probably gonna say this say that fly off the handle um use this against me threaten me with this so get it all prepared so you 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 know you're ready you're ready for it um and know who the people to go to turn to um so it could be your neighbor get ready just to have in your mind you might not, never need to go to your neighbor but just have in your mind maybe when you're going to have the conversation or whatever you can see their cars in the, in the drive just in case things turn bad you've got to get out and go somewhere um i would rec I, well yeah it's up to you about recording things um but try to get some evidence you know you could you could maybe be outside when you, you know the neighbors in the garden next door they might hear over the fence you know um uh obviously if you've got children you want to make sure it's at a time when the children aren't there um we'll go into that in in a minute but let me just talk about the support network first so um make sure you've got those people in place um friends family counselors therapists possibly the police possibly a gp local support groups um people who have been through the same thing yeah that's a really good help as well online so facebook groups or um you know you, you can find online networks of people who have been through it and they can help you um then of course once you've got that in place and you're mentally ready you've got to decide how you're going to tell that person that you want to separate so normally you wouldn't obviously break up with somebody by text message but in the case of a narcissist that you're frightened of it's fine an email a text message um, it could be a solicitor's letter is needed um, it could be that you decide to wait until you're having a, some sort of row or wait until they're really angry about something and then break the news so you could do it when you when things are heated anyway um, and make sure you use non-blaming language so I feel is better than um, you are so rather than say um you know you're so aggressive you're so rude you're so selfish or whatever just say i feel frightened when you shout at me i, I you know so they can't deny how you feel what well, they can but that's you saying how you feel you're not blaming them you're just saying i feel this way when when you do that um 
Another good tip is uh, make it a win-win situation. So find something that they can get out of splitting up. That's good for them. That will help them. Um, so it could be, you know, it could be anything. As I said, said earlier, if they're having an affair or something with somebody, you can sort of insinuate that you suspect something's going on. And say, look, I don't actually mind. I want you to be happy, you know. So I'm letting you go, kind of thing. Um, and the other thing is, you could leave them an off ramp. So an off ramp basically is a way that they can come out of the situation um, looking like they've won, if you like. So you could say, look, I'm happy for you to tell everyone that you, you, it was you that made this decision. You wanted to separate from me. That's fine. So they don't come out of it looking, you know, feeling embarrassed or something. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Um, 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 uh, you could... Um, Oh, I can't remember now. I was going to say something, but I've forgotten. Um, if they're worried about not seeing the kids or that you might take the kids away from them, you can say you're happy for co-parenting. You know, even if you're not, you can deal with that later. Try and address their concerns. But to be honest, you can't address the main concern because, as I said earlier, their main concern is that they're going to lose power and control over you. Um, hopefully, they have got someone else lined up. They probably have. Um, or they can just go out and meet, find their next victim. Um, but you have to realise that you're not dealing with a normal person here. Well, I don't. You don't need me to tell you that. You all know that already by now. But um, it's not normal. You know, you can't with a normal person. As I said before, you can sit down, have a conversation with a narcissist. Um, obviously, that's not possible. So, um, yeah, you've just got to decide your way, the way you're going to tell them. Um, if you live with them only you will know whether it's safe for you to continue to live there whether it's possible you can move out obviously there could be kids involved it's not ideal you might own the, the property jointly or you might be paying towards the mortgage you know but listen you've got to do what's right and safe for you so that might mean calling the police it might mean moving out of the house staying with family or friends um, but that will make it very, you know, if you do something like that, that's quite drastic. That will, you know, show that narcissist that you're, you mean business and this is serious and this is happening and it's not just you having a funny five minutes, you know. Um, and uh, the other thing is um, timing, whether you're going to, if you are, if you do decide to move out, then... I would probably do that when they're not in the house. So, well, while they're out, get out. You could even leave a note and say, you know, you, you're ending the relationship, you're frightened of their... Yeah, be honest. I'm frightened of your reaction. I don't know how you're going to take this news. So I'm staying with so-and-so for a few... Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm away for a few days. Um, please contact me by text. You know, you can be honest. Say you're frightened of them. What can they say to that? <laughs> you know, that's the truth. I mean, they'll love it. It'll top their ego up. They'll absolutely love the fact you're frightened of them, but... Um, you know, that's a good explanation. If they say, oh, I can't believe you're so spineless doing it by text or something. You know, you can say, I'm, fr I'm frightened of your reaction. You know, I don't feel safe around you. Um, so I would say the exit plan has to go collecting any evidence that you've got of abuse, getting your financial affairs in order, 
So if you do own a property, get copies of all the documents, paperwork, etc., that you might need. Decide how and when you will tell them that it's over. Be pre-prepared for the probable reaction. Um, consider how you'll deal with the, um, the abuse and manipulation and threats and harassment that's likely to occur after you have told them. Um, have some sort of an idea about what you want the outcome to be between you. So it could be financially, custody-wise, etc. Um, find a good solicitor. You'll need a solicitor. Well, you might not if you, if you know, if you're just renting somewhere and living with that person. But if there's property and children involved, you will need a solicitor. Try and get recommendations if possible. Um, so be prepared with whatever they've got on you and what they what road they're going to go down to try and get you to go come back to them. There'll be something. You'll know what it is. Um, be prepared not to get upset or frightened or angry about it. Just don't care. Act like you don't care. Oh, whatever. I've got more on you than you've got on me. Whatever, you know. Let them know in some way that if they try and badmouth you or make you look bad or something or whatever it is, um, that you can do twice as bad back on them. Um, and finally, you know, you've just got to remember that it does all work out in the end. Somehow or other, it always, always works out for the best. You've got to just accept you can't always control things and plan things. You're going to have to refine things as you go along and change the way you were going to do things, change your, your ideas, perhaps change what you were willing to accept. Um, but just remember that things always, always fall into place. Um, you have to just resign yourself to the fact that you're not going to know exactly how things are going to go. But at the end of this, the most important thing is you'll be free and you'll be living an authentic life. And at the moment, you're not living an authentic life because you know deep down in your gut that this is not right and it can't go on like this. Um, remember, they're never going to change. They might, when you try to leave them, they're probably going to, well, they might not actually being a narcissist, but they might try and say, oh, I'll change or whatever. They never will. And you know that. They were the way they were before you met them. <laughs> They've been like they, the, the way they are the whole time you've been with them. And after you finish with them and they've moved on to their next victim, they're still going to be the same. But there'll be someone else's problem and not yours. Um, you just have to accept the fact that they will not change. Um, they might appear to. And, they, and they, they can. They can act. They can watch socially they can see how other people are in relationships and they can mimic it they can act sometimes if they need to um they might try and buy you back oh let's go on holiday you know they've probably got a bit of money um most narcissists do have good jobs um so you just have to be prepared for it all and be prepared to stick to your guns and you can't the thing is you can't do that and you can't authentically go through with this until you're a hundred percent sure that you want to do this so you've really got, before you do anything, you've got to get your head around it, that you're going to do this, and that it's the only possible way forward for you. Until you're absolutely sure of that, then you can't leave with that person, because they're going to, um, they're going to uh, not, you know, get you back, hoover you back in. They won't let you go. So... First step out of all of it is make sure you're completely, completely 
completely uh, on board with the fact that you've this is your future you've got to get away from this person now enough's enough even if they're not a horrendous their behavior is not horrendous you know it, as i said sometimes the worst sort of abuse is that death by a thousand cuts kind of abuse where you almost don't notice it's going on sometimes and it and it's not until you assess the behavior as a whole that you sort of think oh my god that's awful <laughs> i can't believe the way i'm being treated here you don't you know sometimes they can be nice and then a little comment will come in that's right below the belt but then they're nice and it's sort of brushed under the carpet and you th- you just left bamboozled by it like what did that happen did he just say that to me um so you've you've you know you've got to assess the whole big picture when you're in it it's hard to do that to sort of stand back almost outside the bubble and look at it as a whole because you're so you're you're trapped in the day-to-day grind of it all um but get your head around it first that this is abuse it's serious pretty serious abuse going on here even if it's just the odd comment or the odd little thing that happens or the odd little thing and then and then he's nice again or she's nice again um assess the whole thing the, assess it as a whole and look back and it's not just you that they're doing this to everybody is affected by the narcissist everyone they interact with and although people might find them quite amusing or quite funny sometimes or oh isn't he funny isn't she funny so it's not funny when you live with it day in and day out it's pretty far from funny it's cruel and it's abuse and once you've got your head around that and you decide you want to get away from this person doesn't mean by the way especially if you've got kids together that you never have to see them again you know you're still being if you want to be you can still be in each other's lives but just in a different way not in a controlling relationship way but just in a parallel you're living your life they're living their life you might sometimes have to meet in the middle of things with things but and you you know you could still be friends if that's if you if you're worried about never seeing that person again you still can you can still be friends with them but you know actually it does sometimes all work out for the best in the end um but this you know especially if you're living with this person it's just intolerable isn't it and you know it you've got to act on it so make your decision get your support network in place in your mind so you know who to go to and when start talking to if you if you if you're not talking to anyone about this start sharing what's going on with somebody even if it's a paid person a counselor or a therapist maybe get something on record somewhere with your gp or if you're brave enough with the police the police won't won't act on anything unless um you give them the go-ahead so unless you say i want this a non-molestation order in the uk taken out against this person they, they won't go you know but you can still get it on record so there's a paper trail so in the future if anything happens it's there um and decide your strategy then you've got to decide how you're going to tell them and be prepared for their reaction and you've got so two if you live with the person you've got two options you stay in the house and you fight it out but be prepared or you move out and if you're going to move out i would move out and then tell them or get out get prepared move out get all your stuff out first and then either leave a leave a note or phone them up and tell them you could do it in a public place as well if you're frightened of their reaction do it in a cafe do it with somebody with you have a family or member or a friend with you for backup for support or if you're going to do it in the heat of the moment anyway when they're going mad and they're furious about at you for something probably something like because you haven't emptied a bin or something 
um, do it then. Use that. They're heated anyway. They're, they're worked up anyway. That's a great time to say, I can't put up. I can't live like this anymore. I can't put up with this. I don't want this life. I want us to separate. And make sure you stick to your guns as well, because they will try everything to wear you down. And it's, oh my goodness, it's so tough. So you really have to be prepared to stick to your guns and have that belief in your absolute soul that this is the right thing to do. If you're not sure, don't do it because they'll wear you down. Wait until you've got it in your mind that you're absolutely sure. And don't keep thinking, oh, writing things off like they're abusive and you think, oh, well, it wasn't that bad. Oh, well, he didn't hit me. Don't do that. You know, <laughs> you deserve you, you deserve better than this and better than better than this is just being on your own is better than this. Believe me, you might think, oh, I can't do it, I can't live it. You can, and plenty of people have done it before who didn't think they could, and plenty of people will do it in the future because it all just falls into place. Just have faith, please have faith that everything works out in the end and you can't plan it, you don't know all the details. Things are gonna change as you go along. You might plan one way for something to happen and then it goes in a different direction and you've just gotta be prepared to go with the flow and just be resigned to the fact that you can't control everything. You don't know exactly what's going to happen. The unknown is exciting as well as scary. Because it means you're disrupting what you're putting up with. And you're getting on with it and you're doing it. So that's the reason you're still stuck with this person. It's because you're frightened of them. How horrible is that? You're frightened of somebody. You're frightened to leave an abusive relationship because you're frightened of, of their reaction and their anger. It's not right, is it? So please, please do something about it. Um, and you can do this, I promise. And there is so much support out there and you will be believed. I promise you, you will be believed. No matter how good a liar they are, I'll tell you something, people see through narcissists. People see it. Everyone sees it. They might go along with it, but you will be believed. Doesn't matter how good they are at saying to people, um, you know, gaslighting it and turning it round. They always project whatever they've done back onto you, you as you all know so if they've acted really selfishly they'll find some sort of way to call you selfish just to offload their shame onto you um so everybody no, don't worry it doesn't matter how convincing they are how good a liar they are i promise you everybody sees through it i can spot it a mile away absolutely a mile away doesn't matter how nice and polite somebody seems if somebody's got something going on they're a narcissist I can see right through it straight away and it's normally the people that are really seemingly really nice to their partners and their wives um, once you've dealt with it and you've lived with it you can spot it a mile off and I tell you what other people can even if they haven't dealt with it and lived with it they know and that you just you will be believed all I can say is if you go to the police or anyone you will be believed why would you go and make something up like that why okay so i wish you the best of luck i really do and just before you do anything get it straight in your head that you've got to get out of this i'm going to stop waffling on now because i'll be here all day but listen let me know how you get on please um there's lots of help in my book on my course um which is online um look up a wimp's guide to exploiters or wimps and exploiters and um, I really, really hope I can help you and that I've helped you a little bit today. Lots of love. You can do this.